Hi there and welcome to All Day Intentional with me Tali Victory at Tali Vicky on IG. This is a space where I share life skills and tips as we rethink, relearn and reform and hopefully you get to pick a lesson or two. Should I meet your acquaintance, I'll appreciate you following or subscribing to the podcast, maybe even share with a friend or group. So let's get down to today's episode. Enjoy. This is Threads of Therapy on All Day Intentional. The intention is to provide access to everyday psychology tips to uphold gender wellness for consistent body, mind, and soul checking. On this episode, I got the chance to sit down with the amazing Anastasia from Mental Health by Anastasia on all of the social media platforms as we discussed on the topic dealing with the shame of loving them too much. I know this is one of those spicy topics that doesn't get talked about a lot but needs to be put out there so we thought why not and we really enjoyed recording it so i hope you enjoy listening to it so let's get down to it hi anastasia thank you for being here and th- and yeah. welcome to all the intentional uh maybe you can thank just you. this actually the first time i'm asking someone to introduce themselves <clears throat> But anyway, it is the second, <laughs> <laughs> the second recording I've had. So yeah, maybe oh, you start that okay. trend. Yeah, you can you can okay. introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Anastasia, also known as Mental Health by Anastasia on all my social media platforms. Hmm. Um, I'm a psychologist, been practicing for a couple of years now, three years now. Hmm. Um, I am also an ex radio show host yeah. from radio 254 i'm yeah. still clearly being called back to radio but yeah <laughs> um <laughs> uh, what else? radio you know yeah this is a form of radio this is actually one of the things i'm counting as still thing still being called back but yeah uh, okay. yeah <laughs> maybe let us know um why you do what you do i'm a psychotherapist because i've always wanted to understand how the how human behavior comes to be, why we do the things we do, what's mm-hmm. the thought process behind it. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that I have always been an advocate for mental health, always mm-hmm. seen how different states of mental health can affect someone's ability to function in society and function in their own personal life. Yeah. So I had actually studied psychology to become a mental health advocate Mm -hmm. Then I ended up branching into mental health services because I realized that access is a bit hard Mm -hmm. and that's how I ended up in the affordable therapy space Mm -hmm. where now I provide therapy at affordable rates. Of course, affordable being very relative in this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. That's amazing. It's, it's always a journey from, you know, where you, you think you want to mm. go <laughs> to yeah. actually where you find yourself. Mm. Um, okay, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. So I think we can yeah. just dive right into today's conversation. And yeah. uh, I'm sure the listeners <laughs> already <laughs> know the title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of today's episode, which is Dealing with the Shame of Loving Them Too Much. I know why we are laughing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so even before we go into the whole therapy side of this conversation, mm. yes. Anastasia, what has been your history? <laughs> history? I am currently living it. Oh my oh God. My God. Oh okay, so yeah, I the thing I like about podcasts is you can the personal touch to it. I don't have to be therapist anesthesia yeah. throughout. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> um my personal experiences I've had like two and I'm leaving one of them. <laughs> uh I'm in a long-term relationship and mm-hmm. and I'm in my first healthy relate like no second healthy relationship. Okay. And let me tell you, healthy relationships mm. are very stressful because, oh my God. <laughs> because now you're falling in love with someone, you're mm-hmm. being more vulnerable, yeah. vulnerability is very welcome in yeah. this relationship. Um, and because of that, of course, I am falling in love, more and more in love with this person, with mm. my partner. And because yeah. of, you know, we are still Kenyans on Twitter, you know how Nakanairo <laughs> you now get paranoid you're like how oh, am I loving this guy so much I can initial character development oh but my yeah, god so that's where the shame comes in because I'm like oh I'm being so vulnerable he's seen so many awkward sides of me wow. and, and I'm currently living it so actually when you came to me the topic mm-hmm. I told my partner and he was like <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> this yeah, yeah, you need, yeah, I'm happy you're talking about that. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a great thing. And also, mm. uh, for mm-hmm. yours, it's it's sort of to the positive side. Yeah, it is. Mm. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Congratulations yeah. on being on a, a healthy relationship. You know, very well, few people can stressed. say that today. <laughs> actually, yes. Ooh. Yes, it is very rare to hear about healthy long-term relationships nowadays. It's a bit of a rarity. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's rare. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of intentionality. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which many people are not exactly. I don't know if it's they're not in that mind space or they're just scared of putting in the work. Mm. Anyway, it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> it is what it it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, how about you? For me, for me, oh my god, you know, one of the things that I've been reserved about talking, uh, especially on this platform, is my relationships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, for me, I think I'll talk about it in the other sense, the negative sense, Mm because clearly, I'm I'm talking out of experience. Mm. Um, for me. When it comes to the shame of loving them too much, it has been yeah. situations where everyone is like, you know, Vicky, you need to move on from this guy. Like, um, oh, mm-hmm. why are you still with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you get that aspect like, um, don't you respect yourself? That's one of the questions that I've once gotten. Like, hey, Vicky, don't you respect yourself? Like, and I, I don't know if it's I don't know if we are to say it's negative now that we are even trying to sort of deal with that shame. Yeah. Mm. So uh okay. yeah, say in the in the not useful from other people's perspective. Yeah, perspective. perspective. Yeah, exactly. it's not yeah, exactly. I believe everyone's journey is different. And yes, one of is. the excuses that people use is that you know you're not in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> 
to know yes. how to know bad it is. <laughs> it is actually yes, because you only know what uh, you're being told or what you hear from yeah. people. Yeah, what I allow you to see and what exactly. we see when we are out there. But anyway, I understand the good intention that comes with friends and family when they show mm-hmm. such kinds of concern. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. But I also feel like sometimes it it makes us uh, feel like you cannot go to someone and get mm. advice that you can fully rely on because you already have yes. that. Yeah, this person will not see in a way that will not see my situation in in a way that I'm trying to make the best out of it before I call yeah. it. They just Please, yeah. even if yeah they are well intentioned they they are just like. Yeah, you should get out the, of there and that's that. Yeah, a lot a lot of the times we've yeah, exactly. we've really adapted to the culture of leave and therefore yeah. the dynamics of a relationship, certain dynamics within a relationship, we yeah. see it as a red flag and something to go. It's actually something I just shared on my uh, Instagram, uh, what is it called? <laughs> story? Stories, yeah. Stories. <laughs> my Instagram stories. And yeah. it's about, you know, how we label things, a certain thing nowadays, so many times that we forget that it could just be part of the human experience. Exactly. Um, like, you know, we, we are so quick to label everything as a trauma response. And, <laughs> you know, you're not, you're, it, it's not a trauma response. You just created a behavior out of necessity. You know, yeah. you needed the behavior, so then you created it. It's not exactly. necessarily caused by trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have just been an experience that influenced the behavior, but it's also now the same with um relationships. We're yeah. very quick to be like, yeah, this is a red flag. You shouldn't be doing this, and I'm like, eh, okay, but you yeah, are I supposed know. to be doing this. You're two completely different people deciding to live the rest of your lives together. Of course, this is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and we have yeah. different backgrounds. <laughs> exactly, different backgrounds, Unless different you want to experiences. Be there in that relationship with your sister, and in any case, mm. <laughs> even siblings in the same household usually have different experiences, right? Different experiences, completely different experiences. Yeah, I'm pretty so... sure even therapists who are dealing with family members, yeah. you know, who are giving therapy to different family members, are like. <laughs> These two are not having the same different people. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I I think it's it's a lot we need to learn, and also Mm -hmm. a lot that we need to be mindful about. And obviously, not everyone is willing to do the work to be more aware of this dynamic. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But thankfully, that's why we are having discussions like this. Hopefully, it helps someone out there. Mm -hmm. So. Um, let's talk about this. Why do we? Why why does shame not work? Like, uh, oh, now I'm I'm yeah. coming from the perspective where uh now mm. maybe I'm trying to advise someone just leave yeah. that guy or just leave that chick and uh, mm. the whole idea or whatever I'm projecting is as mm. I've said what I used to be told. When you don't respect yourself, you, you yeah. Have, you don't see the value in yourself. Why why is it that you insist on being? with this person so mm. from um your perspective and yeah. you know the whole psychology and science and all that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you feel like uh shame doesn't help okay so n- number one thing let me start with the psychologist perspective before i come to my opinion okay. is um a lot of the times the emotions we have as a psychologist we see it as an indicator like just like the lights 
in a car <laughs> telling you that the engine is not good that's yeah. what we see emotions as now shame tends to tell you that there is um something that you've done that either a may not um go hand in hand with your own personal values or the values of the community around you um shame has been used a lot to keep people in quote unquote check and to sort of allow people um to sit down with their own behaviors and things they've done and yeah. figure out what they need to change the yeah. problem becomes when now shame isn't used as an indicator but is used to sort of um restrict someone from doing something especially mm-hmm. if this restriction is being influenced by community standards i always say you know yeah. um 10 years ago i wouldn't have been able to enter the psychological field in kenya because mm. of you've already seen my hair it's already blonde i have yeah. tattoos all over my body um <laughs> same <laughs> I, yeah i have piercings galore um yeah. okay not piercings galore but one more than the usual <laughs> Oh my god. And uh-huh. and and you know societal norms 10 years ago somebody in the psychological profession would yeah. have been me. But now mm-hmm. already in my own organization all three of us the founders of my organization have tattoos everywhere. Like oh my god. <laughs> let's just start oh there god. and then my co-founder has a septum ring and like 10 piercings on her ears. Like we've completely changed what the norm is and therefore yeah. shame unfortunately shame isn't adapting to it people's shame doesn't adapt to of course the societal norm mm-hmm. um the reason why it doesn't work is mm-hmm. that it's not the problem of the emotion is what you do because of the emotion shame mm-hmm. may work if you find healthy ways of processing the shame okay. but we don't we don't have healthy ways of processing shame we don't sit down and say by the way actually to be honest why mm-hmm. is it that i'm so ashamed at the fact that i love this person so much or I'm quote unquote obsessed with this person so much is it because it goes against my values is it mm. out of character for me is it that um usually I wouldn't act this way but now I am and why is that so is there something he provides or she provides for me that is different than what I've been expecting and therefore it's harder for me to let go because I don't know yeah I don't know whether I'll be able to find somebody like this but because we take the shame and then use the shame to judge ourselves instead. Mm, and we're like, yeah, you're actually exactly. you ashamed. Look at you, you're not acting out of yeah. character. And I always tell people if we could shame ourselves into success, we'd so all be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> we wish. would all we would all be billionaires with yachts chilling in our own yeah. country homes, yeah. you know. Maldives. <laughs> yeah, going to the Maldives and and doing crazy things, but we can't because genuinely shame i mean the actions we have because mm-hmm. of our emotions tend to be the reasons why we are limited um yeah, shame true certain and also our labeling you know we label certain emotions as bad or good yeah um, shame is just an emotion it's neither bad nor good it's just an indicator of it's, yeah. it's, it's not a bad you know you know guys are like oh these angry feelings are just terrible yeah, exactly. feelings and i'm like no that is not it <laughs> a feeling it's there if some of these things we, we label as bad uh, like yeah. the universe knows why it's there if it was it's so there. bad mm-hmm. it needed not to be there then it wouldn't have been there so it's it wouldn't have been there exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's having a purpose and if you look at your shame or your quote unquote negative emotions as something that 
um, that's neither bad nor good and just as an indicator of your environment you're able to process and satisfy the need that comes with the emotion for yeah. example shame you're ashamed okay why are you ashamed because this is out of character i shouldn't be with this person because maybe they're clearly toxic or we're not mm-hmm. clearly meant for each other or mm-hmm. you know we met wrong time you know right yeah. people wrong time kind of thing right mm-hmm. okay what are the needs that come from that i need to separate myself from this i need to process mm-hmm. my feelings about separating myself from this i need a shoulder to cry on because this is going to be really painful yeah that's how you satisfy them is because you've taken the time to process the emotion if you're mm-hmm. judging yourself where will the space that says i need to find a shoulder to cry on so that i can feel the pain come from yeah you, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't you wouldn't think yeah you won't have it you won't have the space you wouldn't even be thinking that it's something you need to do because you're there like surely you know like anastasia yeah. why why are you doing this what's wrong with you <laughs> wow okay okay that's quite in-depth and i love the questions that you that you mentioned like that mm. questioning you don't have to my therapist loves saying it's it's not about judging or you know mm. pinning yourself down it's about being curious with your emotions curious. Exactly. yeah and why you're feeling what you're feeling and asking yourself mm. like those questions to help you analyze the whole situation even like from a from a clarity point yeah you know? point. yeah, yeah just gaining just... clarity clarity yeah. about your emotions yeah yeah exactly thank you thank you so much for that i i feel like mm-hmm. you you have you have uh put across uh mm-hmm. now the other side or the healthy side of dealing with that whole aspect without having yeah. to take on all that shame that is usually projected yeah. at that season of your life so mm-hmm. i hope also mm-hmm. someone else out there is like because in 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 from where i'm sitting i'm like aha that's it like that's yeah. it <laughs> So I'm also hoping yeah. someone else, whoever will mm-hmm. listen to this, will also have that kind of, you know, experience. Yeah, experience. So, and, yeah. Yeah. So now, if if we were to to look at it now from this mm. whole other side of, uh, people talk about insecurities, and when they talk about insecurities, they also talk about attachment styles. Yeah. And you know oh, now, yeah. attachment styles. <laughs> everything that everyone is talking about yes yes it is <laughs> so, so maybe also we can trauma things that everybody exactly. labels yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know you, mm-hmm. we know one word and it becomes full blue <laughs> yeah we we then use it to describe everything so yeah attachment mm. styles usually actually in the dsm-5 are not necessarily considered uh what is it called uh, a mental illness but are considered a symptom of a mental illness and attachment styles of course um uh, they come from it can be as a result of it can be not only solely but can be as a result of a trauma of of something that you've gone through a traumatic experience mm-hmm. now of course there's we we always strive as therapists to get our clients to a secure attachment style secure meaning you're secure in your position in a relationship mm-hmm. and your needs are fulfilled you know that the the ultimate goal yeah. <laughs> the the ultimate um how can i put this the the best place to be in terms yeah. of a relationship and yeah. a lot of the times people are more ashamed about having an insecure attachment style than actually mm-hmm. an avoidant attachment style um mm-hmm. i see a lot on 
social media that avoidant attachment styles are actually more praised, which is very, very concerning. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. Someone because, else is yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's very concerning that on social media, we tend to praise more the people who are more avoidant, right? Avoidant, who are cold, crass, you know, yeah. don't seem to perform a connection. You're not affected and then, by your emotions. Yeah, you're not affected by somebody else's emotions and not receptive. Exactly. We are very good at praising the people who are not receptive. And I'm like, reception doesn't mean you have an insecure attachment style. <laughs> being receptive being affected by someone else's being makes you human and it's that we're back to that trauma topic the yeah. trauma. so yeah. now because somebody is responding now we are calling them the other side and i'm like no you're being a human being reacting to another human being's behavior yeah. which is completely normal it's um, life it's life so but insecure attachment style is the one that's more associated with shame. And that is because mm. um, it requires somebody who has an insecure attachment requires a partner who is very, who can communicate a lot. Yeah. Um, who knows a lot about reassurance, who knows mm. how to reassure somebody who's very open mm-hmm. and who's very unfortunately willing to change a lot about the communication style. Yeah. Um, and the shame comes from, you know, uh, the inability to just trust, quote unquote, mm-hmm. trust the person and their actions and what yeah. they mean and not having to read too much into it because a lot of the time those who suffer from an insecure or, um, what is it? It's not called chaotic. There's insecure and uh, this one that's a mix of insecure there's, there's and avoidance. And anxious, anxiously attached. Anxious is actually the insecure. Yeah, <laughs> avoidant and anxious attachments. Now, there's people who are yeah. in between who show both depending on the situation. But mm. insecure and anxious attachments is the one that people are more ashamed of having because, it, you know, it's, I guess we are back to the social media issue. You know, social media has told you that, you know, what is wrong yeah. with you? You know, why aren't you? Why are you so why reactive? Why are you, yeah, why are you so reactive? You know, what? <laughs> Why don't you just, you know, his actions just mean this or her actions just mean this. Don't read too much into it. But I sometimes feel like that sort of pours kerosene to the flame because now of that insecurity, it kind of feeds more voices into the person who's insecure and anxious. It doesn't really help. There's shame as well because Uh shame, you're not processing the shame about it. You're judging yourself which makes you even more insecure. So you're yeah. literally pouring the entire petrol station into this fire. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really processing the emotions that are going... Then there's social media telling you there's something wrong with you. Wrong with you. Oh then there's God. your friends. You know, yes, they have your best interest at heart, but they're also telling you there's something wrong with you. Yeah, so you have you no yourself. Yeah. And it's not about... And yes... um it is your responsibility as an adult to sort of mm-hmm. check yourself about the attachment styles you've created, your behavior, your thought processes. Yeah. But you can't do that if you don't even have a healthy space to even sit down and just think oh about processing the emotion. So if your friend could come instead of say, why are you not respecting yourself? You just ask them. If they just ask you, what is it about him? What is it about this person? You know, yeah. you know maybe I'm by, and, and friends also need to remember, friends hold grudges for their friends. So they're not going to, 
they're not gonna see this they're not gonna see this and be like you know he's you know maybe there's something about him that she's just hung up on yeah she's going to see it i'm tired of this man you know i'm tired of this chick leave like Oh they're not listening leave and and then it becomes a problem of um yeah it becomes an issue of mm-hmm. uh why are you not respecting yourself why what is wrong yeah. with you you know all yeah. you can do is leave whereas yeah. a therapist will come and ask you what is it about this relationship yeah. you're hung up on you know yeah. is there something that you're afraid you will not get and a lot of the times that's mm-hmm. it a lot and of also the, the time, story yeah the yeah. story itself yeah so you're you're more afraid of you know what if this is it you know yeah. what if i don't get this you know there are needs this person satisfies aside yeah. from the ones that are openly not being satisfied so exactly. how can we get you to a space where you, and usually that's a lot of therapists approach yeah. it they're like yeah. okay what is this something because honestly we always you know when you guys have texted yeah. and we told you Thank not to text <laughs> We always know. We agreed you shouldn't text. You still texted. So we are trying to figure out why. You know why? Why did they still? Why did they have to still text? Yeah. Why did they still make the call? Mm. But you don't have the space to because on side A, your friend is telling you you're not respecting yourself. Yeah. On side B, there is you know um your own personal you know ideology or your self blame and all that stuff. And expectations. And expectations. Side C, from a community, Apple, there's a community telling you. <laughs> telling you eh, no 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 <laughs> you know you Everyone shouldn't be affected you. yeah you shouldn't be affected what is wrong with you <laughs> hey. Hey. well but i yes. think i'm going i'm going through therapy right now <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it happens i even i have an ex i have a friend mm-hmm. who she cannot stand my ex like It is so funny because I have no problem with him honestly. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> sorted she, it out. Yeah, she cannot be in the same room with this guy at all. Like she Wow. Like whenever I say oh yeah by the way he'll be coming for this. She gets so pissed off. She's like then oh, I, I don't want to be near. <laughs> and if you think about it, if I were to come if I was still dating this person and I want to come to her and tell her that he's done this, she's not going to come oh, from yes. a perspective that says <laughs> That's okay maybe you guys should talk it out. No. She's going to pack my things for me and make me leave. Yeah. When are yeah. we leaving? When question. are we leaving? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you've told me he did this. When are we leaving? And you're like, "No, I just need help." <laughs> Send the pin location. I'm coming to pick you up. Right I'm coming now. to pick you up right now. Yeah. You won't oh have the lack of bias, you know, mm-hmm. bias that maybe a therapist could help you with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Attachment styles. And, mm. and you know, I've read a lot about attachment styles. <laughs> Me trying yeah. to do therapy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. I think that's um, smart though. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. we had the, the same discussion with, with Olive from Prometheus. Mm. And we're talking about the whole importance of, of um, doing your own research. Yes, before mm. in a therapist. So mm-hmm. when it when it comes down to now the the anxious avoidance, mm. anxious mm. avoidance. What do they call it? They call it the um, runner chaser mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yeah. Um, what what would you say? Like um, 
maybe maybe in a nutshell if we mm. we are sort of to educate um because we don't want to to as we've said we don't want to have it said like this is bad or mm. you you are sort of broken because you're yeah. the, <laughs> chasing all the time the chasing, yeah. <laughs> you you have a loose screw or something yeah oh gosh so mm-hmm. so um the the that's that what do we even call it a trap the trap you know the abundant mm. anxious trap um would you say like um more education on that would help reduce the shame education in all spaces would work so you can self-educate which is good yeah. but we mm-hmm. cannot ignore the influence the external influence social media has on your own points uh. of views and and whatever you learn. Yeah. So you can self-educate, yeah. but clearly you still hear Kenyans on Twitter, you know, this person was chasing mm-hmm. so-and-so, that I think. And I'm like, hey, what a gosh. We are back to, like, you know, sometimes I only sit down and I read, like, comments. I love, okay, I know it might sound silly, but I love reading comments on, like, uh, people's stories and posts. Uh-huh. And I always uh-huh. look for the negative comments because it helps me build perspective. <laughs> funnily enough because <laughs> i always sit down and i'm like you sat down because what it does mm-hmm. it tells me your experience with the topic so somebody will post a yeah. photo you know yeah. explaining how they're excited that they finally got to do something and then you'll see a negative comment and i don't comment. see it as something is wrong with this person i always say oh this person has had a terrible experience with this mm, topic i really yeah. wonder what it is but if you mm-hmm still have people thinking that you know the guy doing all these things for the girl is them simply or the girl you know uh, like uh, serving her man hand and foot is being obsessed you'll never get yeah you even if you self-educate as much as you want to you still always have that little doubt or that little shame especially if and this is a big if if things go wrong in quotes because <laughs> now it'd be like oh i did all this and then you know things still yeah. went wrong and you know i shouldn't yeah. have been like this i should have been more cold i should have been and i'm like no you were just in love like honestly oh, allow yourself to be human <laughs> yeah yourself allow to yourself human. to be human yeah. yeah 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 hey that's a good one allow yourself to be mm. human you don't know how many times i've yeah. had to remind myself like not everything is going to be smooth it's okay to be imperfect yeah. and even that term imperfect is very relative it's very re- exactly there is nothing as relative as and actually that's also something i've started learning in my mm-hmm. practice and in my personal life things that mm-hmm. i'm always you know stressed about i'm like oh my gosh this must seem so dumb to other people half of my friends haven't even noticed the other half just thought mm. i was being quirky like they don't care oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like oh you did that oh we didn't even notice like oh okay oh cool <laughs> and i was there just busy like i'm like oh my gosh i did this oh what is wrong and how it's going to affect them and what if they find out ah the other half didn't know it happened the other half just thought i was being quirky and that's me like it's, it's it's just being human yeah they say 
they say that uh, people don't even think as much about you as you think they do. Exactly, exactly. They don't. They really don't. They really what? don't. Yeah. Wow. Hey, our minds. Our minds. Hate. We need healing. Passing we need healing. healing. <laughs> I'm talking about healing. Yeah. yeah. Now mm-hmm. talking about healing. So let's let's mm-hmm. now go to them. We, we can't talk all day about. <laughs> problem you know and mm. issue so how, yeah. how how do we heal how do we heal that shame number one because i believe that, yeah the the first uh step we have to do is actually realize uh that mm. mind spiral that you have uh mm. it's because of that shame that you're having that's yeah. why you're judging exactly. yourself too much yourself, yeah mm. so number one how do we heal that shame and then number two how do we heal the experience because i feel like those are two mm. different heal from the experience. Yeah. so i'm gonna start with healing from the experience um oh, okay. a lot a lot of the times a lot of the case studies i've worked with in my practice mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. lately have had to deal with they've broken up mm. you know and i'm still pissed off at myself that i still like this person and i always yeah. say first and foremost if you're mm-hmm. the type of person to date with forever in mind please note mm-hmm. that you did not just love their current selves and their past self you are also loving mm-hmm. the future self mm-hmm. in all your plans this person was there this person was a part mm-hmm. of it, whether subconsciously or consciously, right? This yeah. person was a part of it. The love you had, you have currently for mm-hmm. this person um, mm-hmm. transcends today because they were in your plans for tomorrow. So you're wow. dealing with love for today. You're dealing for lo- with love from the past, but you're also dealing with you were going to love them tomorrow. So, of course, mm. you're going to care about them. Of course, you're going, we always know as therapists you're going to send that text. We, we know, we know. We know. No matter how you hard know? you try. Yeah, we always know. We always, because we're always prepared in the next session to be like, okay, so this is what's going to happen if you send the text. Yeah, <laughs> this is how we're going to But yes, you're not just healing from the today and the past and the memories you're healing from the potential as well there was a potential that you guys were gonna grow things together you're healing from a future that will never happen so of course there are gonna be things that will trigger the memory that you were with this person you're going to move on in your life uh, maybe move up in your career and remember mm-hmm. that, oh yeah, I remember when they had said, I'm going to move up in my career. You know, oh um, I remember I remember their type of encouraging words that they gave me before I applied for this job or before I started job. this, yeah, before I started this job or before I went to school or before I moved out, you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I remember they used to love this couch in my sitting room. There's so much that would remind you of this person. You can't blame yourself because it's not gonna yeah. it's gonna switch you you're not gonna break up today and then tomorrow you're like okay yeah, yeah. gone because it means that <laughs> i'm done <laughs> yeah it means that first of all you didn't love this person at all in the first place thank you uh yeah and therefore it's an understanding that these you're not just loving the today you are not just loving the yesterday you're also loving the tomorrow yeah. the possibility of tomorrow 
And therefore, you're going to feel some type of, it's going to take a lot of time and work to let go, right? Mm. This person was going to be a part of your life forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're going to be part of every step of your journey, be it personal, mm. be it spiritual. They're going to be a part of it. Letting you go know, would be hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's it's funny because I was listening to another podcast yesterday, and uh, mm-hmm. the the lady who was giving a breakdown of letting go mm-hmm. and all that, she said, on average, obviously, depending with mm-hmm. how long you are with this person, it takes about three mm-hmm. years to totally let go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you when you are giving that breakdown, I was like, wow. Now I see. Yeah. I see what that. Really yeah. Means. It takes a while. It takes a while for you to get over something because you're not getting over the fact that they are no longer in your life right now. You're taking, yeah. you're trying to get yourself used to the fact that they will no longer be in your life even tomorrow. So you're constantly, and that's why we always say take it a day at a time because you never know how tomorrow will be. And then now, healing from the shame, it's now mm-hmm. sitting down and asking yourself, this shame that I have about the things I'm doing, is it shame because I am going against my own values or is it shame mm-hmm. because I'm thinking about what will the next person think? Mm-hmm. Because if it's shame revolving around what will the next person think, I always ask, okay, if mm-hmm. this person no longer exists, what will, what will be your motivation <laughs> to move? Mm-hmm. If you're constantly living for the next person, if this person stops existing, okay, what will be your motivation to do your next step? So if it's shame about because you're afraid of what the next person will think, ask yourself, really, was I in this relationship for this next person? Or was I in (laughs) this relationship for myself? And yes, friends, and I'm not going to say... Yeah, maybe. But yes, your (laughs) friends always have your best interests at heart. And I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say that they are part of the problem, but you can Mm -hmm. also sit them down and say, yeah, I know that this sounds funny, but all I want right now is some support. And yes, yeah. we all have that one friend that doesn't listen. But guess what? You're the one who decided to put them in your life. You have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> you will listen to the same problem. Over. And I want to tell people, you sometimes mm-hmm. it's allowing people to learn the lesson themselves and being there to support them when things go wrong. You cannot protect mm-hmm. people from the lesson. Yeah. So if you're seeing someone uh, doing something, just step back. Let them learn that lesson. Then when they come and they're done and they're in pain, you give them a big hug. <laughs> Don't judge them for you. Because you're, you're trying to rob them of the lesson in the name of protecting yeah. them, which is good, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. let people learn the lesson themselves. Right, yeah. and then yeah. when now they are they've learned their lesson and they want hugs, you you open your arms and give them a big hug. Gladly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I love the way you describe friends. That's so accurate. <laughs> There's only that one friend who doesn't listen. Listen, and if you're yeah, listening and you're wondering who that friend is, that friend is you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my you, god, are oh my god. <laughs> you are the person. You Does are the person. <laughs> yeah. Give us space to heal, man. Give us space to heal. Mm. <laughs> Give yeah. us space to go through what we need to go yeah, through. To learn what through. we need to learn. 
Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And actually, you've touched on the, the next thing uh, I would have highlighted because mm-hmm. now EIT is uh, how to support someone in that oh, healing yes. process. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's allowing, it's understanding, first of all, where your own limits lie in terms yeah. of influencing the person to make decisions. You know, just because somebody doesn't take your opinion on something doesn't mean they do not respect you. Your opinion doesn't have to be taken. So, for example, if you're telling somebody to break up with someone, you know, that's your opinion of the relationship. My favorite reel and meme is the video of guys sitting and eating lunch at their friend's wedding. And this is so that, like, you know, me eating lunch at my friend's wedding. After I told, oh I told her God. multiple times to break up with this guy. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, because honestly, it's just your opinion of the relationship. Your friend can take it and or leave it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to want the best for them, but it's also mm. to understand that your best for them might not necessarily be their best for them. Be their best for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So just because you think it's what's best for them doesn't necessarily mean it's what's best for them. They can Mm -hmm. take your opinion into account. I wouldn't say don't give your opinion. Give your opinion about it. But just Mm -hmm. because they don't take it into account or don't act on it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they respect you any less. It just means, Mm -hmm. you know what, they decide to learn the lesson on their own or move (laughs) with life on their own yeah. just be yeah. there when they're crying let them know you know <clears throat> um remove if you can i know it's hard for a friend but remove yeah. any biases you have about the relationship and the other person and this mm-hmm. is for both men and women if you can um, yeah. remove the biases from from you know how you feel about the partner and try yeah. and just comfort the feelings in the moment so the person is sad mm-hmm. You know, why are they sad? They're sad because the person yeah. did A, B, C, D. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. You know, what had you mm-hmm. wanted? Is there a way, room for conversation? Um, mm-hmm. I I have a friend that I go to because she's very blunt. <laughs> she's very, very horribly blunt. And she... Brutal. And it doesn't sound brutal, by the way, because she has a really sweet voice. She doesn't oh. sound brutal, but she's brutal. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you hear the content, you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. But whenever I need uh, none, well, like when I don't need to be hyped about my decisions and I actually need uh, some like mm-hmm. Sarah sitting down and, you know, reflection, I, I ask her yeah. things. And she's always been the person for, she'll always ask you, what do you want? Do you want mm-hmm. me to tell you the truth or you? <laughs> You want me to comfort you because I, I can't comfort. do both. So I'm like, wow. okay, first tell me the truth, then you'll comfort me later. <laughs> yeah, you'll come with, with that. With when the truth stings, yeah, you'll comfort stings, me. You'll do double and, comfort. And it's also another way you can support someone in the healing process. Just ask them what they want. Do you want the truth? Mm. Do you want a hug? Do you want yeah. comfort food? Do you want me to be in your space? Do you want space? You know, mm. what is it you want? Yeah. affirmation do you want you know and then it, it's also understanding that in the mo it's being in the moment with the person you know yeah, don't look at them unless they ask for it don't look about the potential future of their actions don't look at don't look at anything just focus on what do they need now 
what needs yeah. need to be fulfilled right now? Do they need somebody to be with them in their house? Do they need a long phone call? Do they need to eat yeah. supper? Comfort yeah. them. The healing process is full of ups and downs. Today mm-hmm. it will be bad. Tomorrow they'll be confident and moving about their way like nothing has happened. It's yeah. going with the flow with them. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you can see the potential future. Mm-hmm. But remember, it's called potential. It's not the actual future. <laughs> so, it's potential for a reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a probability it'll happen. But it's not, again, yeah. back to that meme about eating lunch and somebody's wedding that you had oh said that you should break up. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, the roller coaster relationships. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. And it's a roller coaster because you're two completely different people different from completely people. different backgrounds. And yeah. almost completely different behavior. Yeah. You are <laughs> trying your opposite or the yeah. parts of you that you have repressed. <laughs> yeah, you've repressed because, again, it's why I say sometimes there's some healing you'll do in a relationship that you might mm. not be able to do outside a relationship. Amen to that. Mm. Like, preach, sister, preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sunday service here. Sunday service, man. <laughs> But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anastasia. <laughs> As I, told you, I, I feel like I've just been in a therapy session myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep telling people on my podcast that I, I, I just share with you what I'm going through. So hey, I'm yeah. very guilty mm-hmm. as charged. Mm-hmm. I needed this mm-hmm. episode yeah. as much as anyone else <laughs> yeah. out there. Needed. so yeah mm-hmm. feel free to 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 be like hey vicky you're going through issues yeah i've gone mm-hmm. through <laughs> yeah hey. and i'm grateful life, I'm life so is grateful. fascinating <laughs> <laughs> oh my god right now i'm mm-hmm. laughing but god knows when mm-hmm. you're going through those trenches and oh they're so painful yeah no one seems to understand mm-hmm. you no one seems to mm-hmm. to say hey you, you love deep you love with the mm. future, <laughs> not mm. just the present. My God, yeah, that was a yeah. very good point. That was a very good yeah. point. So mm. thank you, thank you again, Anastasia. And I, I don't know um, if there's any parting shot or any summary you'd mm. have to like add before we okay. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna mm. say it again. I know I've said it in the in the in the podcast, but it's mm. allow yourself. To be human mm. <laughs> just allow allow the feelings allow the yeah. mistakes allow the yeah. milestones mm-hmm. allow the the conflictions you know conflicting emotion conflicting yeah. behavior just allow yourself to be human and to be human is to err so i just mm. allow allow it in your space <laughs> <laughs> well for whatever yeah. reason i'm laughing <laughs> I know we keep laughing. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a yeah. my sister. My sister usually tell me, "Hey, you in your podcast, you laugh a lot." <laughs> That's like, good. I, it means the conversation is good. No, I, I can only imagine what she'll say about this one. She'll <laughs> just be like, "Both of you are just laughing the entire time." <laughs> You made yeah. it so fun. You made it so yeah. fun. Yeah, and uh, where can people find you? <laughs> where can people oh, find yes. you? Oh, um, yes. My social media across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm. TikTok, they're all mentalhealth underscore by Anastasia.ke 
or just mental health awareness seja que you just mental health awareness seja you just see yeah yeah across all platforms i'm more receptive on my instagram um that is my dog but yes i am more receptive on my instagram um and if you have any questions just dm me and i'll be very happy to answer awesome thank you for your time and for the service that you're yes. rendering yeah we need it we need thank it you. yeah <laughs> so there you have it guys i hope you enjoyed that episode and uh by the way uh if you didn't know there's a way you can provide feedback on this podcast what you do just go down to the description section and you'll see a link that allows you to send a voice comment on the episodes that we have so i really appreciate you sending a comment but either way make sure you like subscribe and share if you haven't yet And yeah, see you next time here on All Day Intentional. Bye.